Hello and welcome to the 14th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. Today I'm joined again with my co-host Raptor. Yep, number 14. I'm going to switch it up a little bit this week. I want to introduce a new category that I'm going to start doing every week. It's called the Half a Meatball of the Week. And the uh, first person in this category, I guess I'll call it the, the Hall of Fame, is Javon Weems of the Chicago Bears. This week he decided to square up on the field like an idiot. Well, let's just call him a half a meatball because he went full-blown half a meatball and tried to fight C.J. Gardner-Johnson Gardner because of a possibility, because of a possible uh, thing that he did like 10 minutes before where he pulled his mouthpiece. And then he goes out there and he squares up on him and hits punches his helmet once which i mean it's a helmet what is he gonna do and then he slaps his helmet and pulls his mouthpiece out just stupid i mean he he the whole season he's caught five receptions the whole season for like maybe like 50 yards and he got fined eighty-five thousand, and then he'll get suspended and lose even more money and probably never be hard it'll be hard for him to even stay on the Bears or be in the NFL. Anyway, what an idiot. Well, he probably won't be a professional athlete for much longer. He'll probably be bagging groceries at a Costco, but uh, he's a half a meatball. That's why he gets the award this week. He's a half a meatball of the week. Probably won't see his name ever again because he'll probably get cut, but... Alright, uh... Now back to some actual news, not that a fight's not news, but in the NBA this week, the players voted to start on December 22nd, despite LeBron not wanting that to happen. Uh, a lot of players that stopped in March probably really want to get going at this point, and uh, if they want to play in the Olympics, they need to get going, or else uh, that's not going to happen. They also would have lost revenue, so December 22nd is a good spot to start. I mean... It is what it is. I think LeBron was going to load manage anyway, so what difference does it make? I mean, they always said the revenue went up then, and I've said it before on the podcast, but I think that was because the season, the early, the players are more in, in tune by that point of the season. But uh, we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be good. I know I'll be watching. I don't think it was a delay. They ramped up. Uh, they get everybody ready. They've already opened practice facilities uh, a couple week, at least like a week ago, I think. So they, players can be in there. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, in other news, uh, Giannis uh, staying in Milwaukee is looking a little less promising. Although he could sign the supermax this year. If I was him, I would not because Milwaukee has. Uh, had a terrible time in the trade market so far. Oladipo and CP3 are both looking like they're not going to go to Milwaukee. It doesn't look like the trades are going to go through. The Milwaukee has to do something. If Giannis resigns, I, I don't know. It'd be nice to kind of see him stay loyal, but loyalty sometimes just gets you nothing in the end. Yeah, I mean, they had their shit. I'll say it I've said it before and I'll say it again. They should have never let Brogdon go. Because Brogdon is just as good as Oladipo, in my opinion. I don't think the Oladipo you'll get here is anywhere near what he used to be. And he's still going to want the max. Whoever pays that man is going to be stupid. I mean, 
he should play this year in Indiana because he has no excuse to sit out. So we'll get to see actually how bad he, he really is. I think he's maybe a mid-tier guy at this point. I don't think he's a full-blown max guy. He, for one year, he had one year. Kind of a little bit better than Jeremy Lin, but um, still was only a year. Um, yeah. Uh, the trade deadline opens three days after the draft. Uh, speaking of the draft, I'm uh, we're going to be live uh, probably 8.30, 8.45 draft night. It depends. I have to work that night, and it depends on how quick I get out. But as soon as I get back to my room, I'm going to be uh, starting a live stream. So if you get a chance, check in and uh, see where the draft is. Um, that's uh, Wednesday the 18th. Um, Another thing with Oladipo, uh, the Heat are backing off trade talks for Oladipo. For one thing, they can get him in the offseason pretty cheap, I think. I think he'll be a mid-tier guy by next offseason. I wouldn't even go after him if I was in Miami. There's bigger fish out there, including Giannis. Uh, but I don't really think Oladipo is anywhere near he was. If he proves me wrong, good for him. But they need another piece, but I don't think Oladipo is it. Oladipo is not... I'm telling you, he's a mid-tier guy now. He's like a Gallinari at this point. He's like he'll give you he'll give you something, but he's not gonna push you over the top. Brogdon's a four-year, four or five-year. They're not. Indiana's gonna try to build around Brogdon. That's their Oladipo replacement, and I don't blame them because I think Brogdon, like I said, is a better player than Oladipo. I don't. Bogdan would have definitely been the piece. They could have had, still had Brogdon in Milwaukee and traded off Bledsoe, but now they're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Um, another um, player that's come up in trade talks is Dennis Schroeder around OKC. He's been a really sought-after commodity. If I was the Bucks and I was like striking out on everybody, I'd go after Schroeder. As your as a new point guard, I'd rather have him than uh, Bledsoe at this point. Bledsoe kind of fits okay in Milwaukee, but he doesn't. His scoring isn't enough to do a lot for them. His defense is great, and Schroeder can provide that defense, but the offense is more there with Schroeder. He can definitely start on other teams. It's just they don't. Shea Gildas Alexander and CP3, uh, they were rolling with them. And uh, Shea Gildas is definitely going to be their piece going forward. He was a lot better than I ever thought he was going to be. I watched him at University of Kentucky when he was in college, and I didn't think he thought he was a good point guard, but I thought he'd be more like a Ricky Rubio and not the way he's become just his elite defender. But uh, another player that's opened up in the trade talks is Kevin Love. He's back on the trade market. Uh, looks like Cleveland's trying to basically... Uh, get all the big contracts. They should not have picked up Jumman's last year, but that's they can do what they want. They need to. They end up picked up Jumman's and won some games. They might have been higher up in the, in the picks. Maybe at Charlotte's spot at three. Maybe. It, yeah, they won one, but I I don't know. They're starting to get a lot of good young pieces. Kevin Porter Jr. I like a lot. Um. Even Larry Nance Jr. has his moments. Uh, a lot of people forget he's on that team, but I think he's still... I like his dunks. It's a lot of power. He doesn't really do too many crazy dunks in games, but it's just always just power. Um, the Heat this week, um, 
I think made a mistake unless they do certain trades. But they opened up Tyler Hero as a possible trade asset. I would not give Hero up for a, a cheap. Possibly I've seen a Drew Holiday trade uh, for Tyler Hero, but I don't know about that one. I feel like if Hero's defense improves and he slows down a little bit, I feel like Hero's uh, in the same ballpark as Drew Holiday. I don't feel like... I mean, it's it would be a good trade for both sides. It would be interesting to see Hero with Zion and Alonzo, uh, but I don't know about uh, for the Heat if that's a smart decision. They do. It would be good to have a good defender and a three-point shooter uh, with Holiday. I guess it's more of an upgrade for now than for later, so it depends on what Miami wants to do. Uh, yeah. Uh, it would be alright for that trade, and uh, the way Miami's books are open, it still wouldn't close the door on Giannis signing there, so uh, that wouldn't be a horrible trade. The Mavs are also interested in Drew, in, uh, Drew Holiday because they want uh, another ball handler so Luka can have some breaks taking the ball up and kind of work off ball. Uh, so uh, I would think Drew Holiday will get moved. I think the Pelicans are looking at Young, and Drew's going to be one of them guys that will be there for you uh, now, but not when these young guys get into their full form. He'll be getting too old, and you might as well get rid of him now and get a younger piece for him. Hero would be that piece. I wouldn't... I. It's a good trade in some ways, but also I think um, Drew Holiday's age is a factor, definitely. Yeah, it's a win now kind of trade. Well, Holiday's got at least four seasons in him, I think. So it's not horrible, but it's still, like I said, a win now. Um, I've seen some interesting talks come out of Boston about uh, they have three late first round picks, and they've been talking about moving up to get a big. I'm going to do a video. I was going to put a video out this week about Boston and their problem at the big and what they can do about it but uh the file the audio is messed up uh that'll be out this week but back to this um boston has three late first rounders they want to trade up to either draft maybe wiseman i think wherever they trade up to wiseman's going to be off the board already but they could also get a kung a kongway uh kung did i pronounce it right okay kongway but uh, that's who they want. They think that's the piece that could help them. And I think he could. I think he'll be a contributor day one. I also think they're kind of overlooking Obi Toppin a little bit. I know I'm pretty high on Obi Toppin, but he's just, I think his game's going to translate pretty good. He's got good wide shoulders. He can uh, shoot. He can drive. But yeah, Kungwe's the same way. He's a little bit more, uh, I don't think he's got quite the handle that Toppin does, but both of those guys are good players. They would have options if they moved up. I don't think... Um, uh, the only team I can see that's willing to give up picks right now is... Minnesota's made it open. Um, who else is there? I don't... The Cleveland's definitely not giving up theirs. Um, Charlotte, I doubt it. Golden State would be open to something, but it would from Boston it would have to be a, some form of a player. It's not just going to be the pick. Um, um, but there's there's options. They could also move up. I I wouldn't even mind if I, I I want Detroit to draft seven, but if they could get three late first rounders, you've got a guy like Cassius Winston that'll still be on there and guys like that. So. 
We'll have to see who does it. Maybe even New York would do it. I think that would actually be one of the smarter decisions New York had made in a while if they decide to do that. Uh, they could probably still get Cole Anthony because I think he's going to drop like a rock like Michael Porter Jr. did in Bowl Bowl um, come draft night because of the meniscus injury. And I don't blame teams for looking over him. I don't want Detroit to draft him because of the meniscus. He's a great player, but he's got a time. is a ticking time bomb. Uh, last bit of news here. Uh, Mavs are possibly interested, well, not exactly the Mavs, but the GMs in the league think the Mavs should be interested in Rudy Gobert. I think that would be interesting. It would be awfully hard to get in the paint on them with Porzingis and Gobert down there. Um, that wouldn't really fix the off-ball problem with Luka not having, he wouldn't have anybody to really take the spotlight off of him, but he, he gets 40 points triple-doubles anyway, so does it really matter? No. Uh, yeah, the, they could definitely use an upgraded center. Um, I talked about him last week. I forget. Dwight Powell, that's the name. I forgot it last week and I had to look it up. But Dwight Powell's a good player, but he's he's like a Baines. He's, he'll be good off the bench, but he's not really full starting material. He does all right. He's, I'd say he's a little bit better than Baines at the starting role. But um, no, he's kind of that in between but yeah that's all the nba news this week we are going to get into the nfl uh we'll start with the mvp uh it's been a little bit of a toss-up and i'm kind of not very happy with fan duels rankings this week they're okay but i feel like there's some oversights uh i feel like uh, you can stat pad all you want on some of these but it's not going to exactly work out for some of these guys in the long run um, number five is Derrick Henry, uh, 143 rushes for 663 yards, and he's got 10 catches for 81 receiving yards. He's got seven touchdowns this year. Um, I think Derrick, the way they lost to the Bengals the other day, he deserves to be at five because he could have very well went off the MVP ladder. They took a game off, and that you can't be doing that. Especially, it just looks really, really bad against that bad of a team. Uh, I feel good for Joe Burrow getting his first win, but if the Titans had actually played, that wouldn't have happened. No, I don't. Uh, number four is Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't like this at all. He's he's had 100, 1,135 passing yards, 10 passing TDs, 2 interceptions, 63% completion, 346 yards rushing for two rushing TDs. I don't think Lamar should be on the MVP ladder at all. He has, his passing has been, I don't get, he must be passing really well against garbage teams because the way he played against the Steelers, I think he should have been off the board entirely. He went 13 for 35, I think, uh, throwing the ball. And what I said last week specifically was, for them to win against the Steelers, he had to be able to throw the ball somewhat. He didn't have to be as good as Roethlisberger, but he had to kind of keep up with him. Like maybe he had his completion had to be good. That was a horrible game. The Steelers are really good, but Lamar's missing stuff that he should be hitting, that he should be dropping dimes on, and he he's regressed. He's regressed to his rookie form. 
He's not playing like he did last year. He's not the fun guy you want to watch all the time, and I don't get it. He he does all right, but he's not like making uh, Sports Center top ten all the time. He's doing. He's not. He's not really getting out of the pocket too much, and throwing's not doing well for him. I mean, I realize he doesn't want to bust himself up, but also you got to know your strengths. Well, definitely it was pressure against the Steelers, but at the same time, I. They, a, a starting NFL QB should at least be able to hit 20 out of 35. 13 sucks. That was one of the worst games I've seen him play in at least a year. I, I mean, he might work his way back up later in the season, but I don't. These next three guys, he's not passing. He's not getting the MVP back to back for sure. And the next guy is Mahomes. He's at. Um, Mahomes is at 889 passing yards, which is number one out of the whole leaderboard here. Uh, maybe number one in the league. I don't exactly have the numbers. Uh, he has 16 passing touchdowns, one interception, 65% completion, 109.8 passing yards, uh, and two rushing TDs. Uh, 100, no, that's 109 passer rating and two rushing TDs. Uh, Mahomes has been doing alright. They're kind of going below the, um, the media is not really talking about him too much. They're kind of on other people like, uh, we'll talk about Russell Wilson in a minute. And, uh, the, the Steelers are kind of taking away the spotlight. But the Chiefs have only lost one game to the Raiders. And they're playing fairly well. Mahomes doesn't get as much credit because he's just surrounded by just, I don't know how they paid everybody, but that cast is going to be relevant for years to come on both sides of the ball um Mahomes has played uh, he's just done what he has to do only one interception um number two is Aaron Rodgers uh I don't know about number two I'm gonna get into it in a second but he's thrown for 657 passing yards 17 passing TDs two interceptions 65 percent and 113 passer rating um, Aaron Rodgers played well. He had five TDs last night. That wasn't included in this um, versus the... Who did they play last night? Look, I got it pulled up anyway. Um, they played the 49ers. 49ers are hurt anyway, but he still threw like five passing TDs. And with the wide receiver core he's got, the only one he's got that's worth anything is Jamal Adams. And all the rest are kind of inconsistent. Uh, I don't know who it was last night, but there was like a wide receiver that came out of nowhere and had a really good game. But most generally, the only one he has to go to consistently is Jamal Adams. And uh, they should have done something about that at the trade deadline, whether it be Julio from uh, the Falcons, who I think will move next year. But Aaron Rodgers is still playing at a, hit some of the best ball he's ever played in his career um, with a garbage receiving core. Um, number one, uh, is, I mean, Russell Wilson's been here the whole year. He's got 890 passing yards. It's only nine off Mahomes, 22 passing TDs, six interceptions. That's a little bit iffy. He would have had a touch, uh, pick six last week, if not for DK Metcalf, uh, being an animal. And, uh, 71.2% completion rate and 119 passing, uh, passer rating 
Uh, I like Russell Wilson here, but I also think Aaron Rodgers is edging on him. Uh, because, like I said, Aaron has half the receiving core. If Aaron had a DK Metcalf, he'd be freaking... That would be... He'd be torching people even more. They won with, like, one good receiver. And Russell Wilson, as good as he looks here, has two good receivers. And, um... Rodgers is only about 150 yards off him with only having one uh, one star receiver. So I, I don't know. Right now, Wilson's got it pretty solid, but I think Rodgers, if they keep winning and he keeps looking good and doesn't have one of those bad games like he had against the Bucks, uh, he's going to edge his way towards Wilson. Um, that, that's where the MVP is right now. I'll probably skip it next week like I did last week. We'll go every other with it. But uh, we're going to get into power rankings now. Uh, I took this from CBS Sports. I'm going to just kind of tell you how I feel about where it's at. Um, I mean, the first few I, I feel are all right. Uh, Steelers are definitely one. Chiefs are two. Seahawks are three. Bucks are... Four, that makes sense and the Bucks are going to be even better this week well we'll see but I don't think Antonio Brown's going to hurt that team that much on the field well I don't know about off the field but they'll have to figure that out uh, five is Ravens I don't they, they look good but are they that good to be at five I don't think so we've got some iffy ones on here Bills I don't think Bills are six that's a load of crap Jared Allen does not look Jared Allen does not look anywhere near what he looked just a month ago. And the Bills look okay. Maybe they're flying under the radar, but when they were tested by a good team, they failed. So I need to see more out of the Bills to get them there. The Colts at 6. The Colts at 7. I don't... I mean, they beat Detroit, but it's... I mean, Detroit's inconsistent, and they don't show up sometimes. Um... The Packers, I don't get how the Packers can be below the Colts. I don't get that. I, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind, and the Colts are, I don't. I, got, I would have Packers above Colts. I don't like that. Um, cards at nine isn't bad. Uh, cards have played all right. They've lost a couple ones they shouldn't have lost by that much. They may have lost a game, but they lost by quite a bit. Ten is the Saints. I don't, with Drew Brees' arm, I don't think that team is going to go insanely far. Maybe 10 is good. They'll make the playoffs. So, yeah, you got to think in 16s. But uh, the Saints are kind of, they don't have the offensive game that they had because uh, he can't throw as far. Um, Titans at 11. They deserve to be there for losing to the Bengals. Next week, they'll probably raise back up. If you lose to the Bengals, that... They let the Bengals put up like 25, 30 points on them. And there's no reason for that. That Bengals off it. What'd you say? The ba I mean, Burrow got 300 yards, but they still don't have the... They don't have any really good receivers, and they got one good running back in Joe Mixon. But other than that... I mean, no, they got A.J. Green, but still... Titans are supposed to have a decent defense, and they just let uh, Burrow do what he wanted. Uh, should not have happened. They took the day off there. They deserve to be at 11. Raiders at 12. 
I think they'll make the playoffs. Kind of iffy though. They kind of they have good games and they have like really bad games. Um, Dolphins at thirteen. I don't blame Dolphins. Are actually looking up this year for the first time in my lifetime. Real, really. Uh, the last time they were really relevant a uh, ton was with Dan Marino, but that's been a while. That's been a while. Browns at 14. I hate that. I think Browns should be way lower. They might make the playoffs, but if they keep... They, Browns, Baker Mayfield is just a $5 more Johnny Manziel. I don't like Baker that much. Uh, Baker's all right, but he's inconsistent. He plays well against weak talent, and he uh, does not show up with uh, teams that are really good or even mid-tier sometimes. Um, Baker's not the wave. They need to figure something out. They, I don't. They just suck. I don't. I don't get why. They lost Od Odell, but they weren't even like Odell wasn't even really in the offense that hard. So, I just the Browns are at least somewhat relevant compared to what they used to be. I guess if you think about it, like they won one game a couple seasons ago, so they're already they're already better. But like. Baker just is so iffy that it's not like, I don't know. I don't know about the the Browns. The Rams at 15, I would have put the Rams ahead of the Browns. I think the Rams had a bad go of it. Uh, they paid Goff way too much money to get sacked that many times by the Dolphins. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I feel bad for a guy like Aaron Darnold. I wish he would leave and go somewhere else because he's just a great talent and he's being squandered there in the Rams. They're, they have a winning. They have one good year and then they paid people too much and so they can't sign all the players they need. They paid Goff way too much. They paid Gurley way too much and then they had to trade him and Donald deserves his contract. That's about the only guy I would have paid a ton. I would have paid Goff a decent amount but I wouldn't have paid him as much as they did. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they're they doing okay. I think they should be up a few slots. Bears deserve to be 16. They might fall out of the playoff race if they keep losing the games they've been losing. And if the receivers uh, continue to try to get into fights on the field. Uh, Niners, um, Niners just lost to the Packers by a ton. They got, I don't know how, I guess they've been hit hard with injuries. Kittle and Garoppolo went out last week with injuries. So this is just a wash season for the Niners. Maybe they can pick up another good piece. Uh, maybe a good wide receiver because they lost Emmanuel Sanders to uh, the Saints. Um, Lions at 18. I don't blame them. I wish we'd beat the Colts. Although I wish they, that we would have lost to the Falcons so they would have fired Patricia, but we beat the Falcons and lost to the Colts. But I, I can't tell what the Lions are season. One week they look like they could maybe compete for at least an eighth seed in the playoffs. Then other weeks they just bottom out. That's how they do every year, though, so what can I expect? Um, Eagles at 19. I mean, they every team, I'm going to be done at 20. I don't see any point in going much farther. There's only two more I'm going to talk about. Um, but the Eagles at 19, I think they're the best. I think they'll come out of that conference. I think they need to. 
not the conference, other than division. The division is notoriously weak. If it doesn't change in the next five years, I'd like to see them move the teams around to different divisions and flip somebody into that division because it's just horrifically bad for the last five to ten years. Five, no, about five years. It's pretty bad. They can if they wanted to. It would take a lot, but I just think it's just... It's always the NFL's issue is whoever wins a division gets uh, gets into the playoffs, and with that division, none of those damn teams deserve to be in the playoffs. Maybe they need to do a cutoff on the division. If you if you don't win half your games, you can't make it into the playoffs over somebody who's won half the games. Like the Cardinals right now are in a division where they're the third place team, but they're like. Uh, so they're they won like two games over 500 and they're the seventh place the third place team in their division and they might not make the playoffs because of teams like the eagles getting in like if they would move that slot for teams like that i think it would be better um but yeah that's that's the main part of the power rankings all the rest of the teams just suck i mean even lions and below i probably should have just stopped because the rest of the teams kind of just suck and can't get anything going uh, i get why the cowboys are down there but a lot of those teams just suck that's just the bottom line um now I'm going to get into, uh, switch the name of the Lions then to uh, Detroit Nation because I want to just talk about anything Detroit when it pops up. Um, the Lions this week, I hope, can win. they got to play the Vikings, and I know the run coverage is pretty horrific. They did get Everson Griffin from... They did get Everson Griffin from the Cowboys, so it should help a little bit. But Dalvin Cook should have a hell of a game on the Lions if you're betting, which I don't... I don't condone, I don't really bet myself or really say anybody should bet on the game, but if you were to bet on uh, the points, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game for at least the Vikings. I think the Vikings are going to run a train all over Detroit. Uh, but And Stafford's, actually, that's a, that's a wash. Detroit's not going to win that one. Stafford's on COVID uh, injury reserve. So, uh, yeah, we're screwed. Um, I hope they fire Patricia soon. Doubt it, though, because the Fords like to just sit in their big mansion and do nothing. So, um, He's won nine games, nine or ten games in three seasons. He averages three wins a season. We always lose against big contenders. He runs a horrific offense. We had joke. We had Caldwell there a few years ago, and he took him to the playoffs with arguably a worse roster. Um, he we had I think eight wins, seven wins. Uh, I think maybe like six a year they fired him, but they should have just kept him because, like you said, the team's not good. But at least, like I'm saying. Patricia, he might have capped at his wins right now. We might not win another game the whole rest of the season, especially if Stafford's out. So, I I just, I hope they, there's got to be somebody else out there who's better. Patricia just doesn't know how to run a team. He was a good coordinator, but a horrific coach. He should go back to coordinating. He was, he was really good in New England as a coordinator, but 
That's a big part of that is Belichick, not the coaches. And people hire Patriots staff all the time. But it's just they need to quit doing that because they're not good at their job once they get out of their realm of either offense or defense or out of the Patriots' watch because Belichick is on top of everything. Um, but the... There's got to be somebody else out there. That's all I got to say. There's somebody somewhere that could do a better job than what he's doing right now. They should have fired him last season. But at least they get... This is his shot right here. Like you said, they shouldn't fire him. This was this is his shot right here, and he's blown. I don't know. Yeah, he's a good coach, but he was part of the team that blew the lead in... See, I, where was, he was somewhere else where they blew late. I think it was, I don't know where it was. It doesn't matter. But he's blown a couple lead. Well, he blew, there was another one, though, he was a part of. But it's fine. But he's, uh, I don't know. Anybody's got to be better than Patricia. Almost anybody. So, yeah, that wouldn't be horrible. Um, another thing happening in Detroit right now is, uh, as we're, Edging our way towards the draft, the Pistons' uh, draft choices kind of slowly been uh, slowly been coming out. Uh, Killian Hayes is one. Uh, uh, Halliburton is another, and a Kungway is another uh, choice. It depends on. Uh, I wish we would know if we were going to lose Christian Wood before the draft because we could definitely draft a big. Uh, but I think we can re-sign Christian Wood. He might leave, though, because there's going to be people throwing cash at him. Um, but uh, I, we could, we definitely need a point guard, and Hayes and Halliburton will be good. I've also heard it's a long shot and a half, but LaMelo Ball's been tanking his draft stock pretty good, so if he fell to Detroit, that would be nice. Highly doubt that's going to happen. I think even if he has a trash interview with some people, one of those guys he trashed is going to pick him anyway. Because he's just such a good talent, uh, you'd be stupid not to. But like I said, it's a long shot. Um, but uh, like I said, we'll be live for the draft, so we'll see what happens on draft night. Whether they trade the pick, who knows? They might trade with Boston, so Boston has a. Sh yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, as a Detroit fan, I've waited a long time, so I'd like to see something actually happen. That. Um, but yeah, that's been, um, 14th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. If you're listening on a podcast platform, thank you for listening. If you're on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, on the YouTube, I'm going to be a little more active this week. I had issues this last week, but I have a Celtics video up and maybe a Nets video if I get a chance. Uh, probably record that tomorrow. We'll see. This one will be up. We record on Friday. This will be up tomorrow. Uh, so probably Sunday, Monday I'll have a video up. Uh, but yeah, like, comment, subscribe, and thank you for watching. We'll be back.